Hi everyone, uh, this is Essie Daniel, an executive program leader with Maxwell Leadership Team and you're listening to the Leaders Connect series podcast, the show that helps leaders transform their entire leadership through leadership trainings, executive coaching and DISC personality indicators. Today we're talking about the art of persuasion. Uh, we started part of it in the previous podcast uh, but we stopped in the beginning so that we can create the time to do this uh, for a longer time. And so we'll discuss everything that there is to know about influence and persuasion. Welcome and thank you for tuning in. Aristotle was a master of the art of persuasion and he outlines his thinking in his paper, Rhetoric right where he identifies three important factors and these are ethos pathos and logos ethos is credibility it persuades people by using character if you are respectful and honest people will be more likely to follow you because of your character your character convinces the follower that you are someone who is worth listening to for advice. Then let's talk about the second one, which is pathos. Pathos, emotional. Persuades people by appealing to their emotions. For example, when a politician wants to gain support for the bill, it, it inevitably is argued it's for the children, babies, puppies and kitties about the advertising for a reason. Although a car is neither male or female, they're sometimes called sexy in car commercials. So pathos, you, allows you to tie into emotional triggers that will capture a person's attention and enlist their support but it can be easily abused leading to a loss of ethos as described before all right let's talk about logos logos comes from the word logical um, which means persuading by appealing to a person's intellect and these right here was Aristotle's favorite and his forte. But not everyone reacts on, an, on a rational level. Of the three ethos, pathos and logos, out of the three, ethos must always come first. Remember, uh, for ethos is the one we talked about, uh, credibility, right? And so ethos should come first and ideally you want to appeal to pathos back your argument up with logos talking about credibility and never lose ethos president bill clinton appealed to people using pathos saying often i feel your pain 
but there were serious questions raised about his ethos and he often did not back up his appeals with logos there is no doubt that he was successful but he is also um how do i say this i'm trying to find an easy way of saying it but there were also serious questions raised about his ethos and he often did not look back at his appeal with logos he you see this is the thing you could be successful okay but you've got to strike that balance you cannot just be good at one thing and your character your credibility is out of line and that's what we we are that's the example that we're giving here you see bill clinton appealed to people using his pathos and he was i feel your pain but there were serious questions raised about his credibility and he often did not look back or rather did not back up his appeal with logos and so there's no doubt that he was successful but there's also no doubt that he was not as successful as he could have become so let's look at some principles of influence i have had the honor and the opportunity to sit in meetings where dr robert cialdini has taught and one time he said it is through the influence process that we generate and manage change allow me to 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 say that again it is through the raw other uh, it is through the influence process that we generate and manage change and in his studies he outlined five universal principles of influence which are useful and effective in a wide range of circumstances one is reciprocation people are more willing to do something for you if you have already done something for them first married couples do this all the time giving in on little things so that they can ask for that big night out or a chance to watch the game later yeah then the other principle is commitment you cannot get people to commit to you or your vision if they don't see your commitment once you provide a solid consistent example they will feel they have to do the same principle number 3 is authority if people believe you know what you're talking about and accept your expertise or expertise 
they are far more likely to follow you despite the rebel cry question authority when people need help with something they will seek out an authority figure if you place a man in a tie next to a man in jeans and a ruddy t-shirt people will inevitably ask the man in the tie for advice or a technical subject first simply because he looks like an authority recently i had a conversation with a friend actually several friends about the quote people address you as you are dressed and it is just the truth before people get to know you they will address you based on what they see they will judge you based on what they see with their eyes if you look good if you look clean if you look like someone that can be trusted if you if you look clean you look like someone who who's responsible if you look neat you look like someone that works in an office someone that would know the answers to questions that you're asking and there is the principle of influence authority right so when people need help with something they will seek out an authority figure and if you place a man in a tie next to a man in jeans as we said and another one in a ruddy t-shirt people will invariably ask the man in a tie for advice on a technical subject fast simply because he looks like an authority let's look at principle number 4 and that is social validation as independent as we like to consider ourselves we love to be part of a crowd it will always be a part of us we're social beings as my husband always says and that school age that school age desires to be accepted no matter how many times our parents tell us otherwise we want to be accepted if everyone jumps off a cliff would you join them people will always jump on a bad wagon if their friends like the band yeah and and we we know this for sure we tell our children keep the right company but because we social being no one wants to feel left out that's why you see sometimes people end up making decisions that are not favorable let's talk about the fifth the f- no the the Uh, is it the fifth or the fourth the fourth principle of influence actually the fifth one friendship people listen to their friends if they know you and if they like you they are far more likely to support you a pleasant personality can make up for a multitude of failures more than a leader has 
been uh, more than one leader has been abandoned at the first sight of trouble because they are not very well liked so it's important for us to build those friendships these principles here they guide us they guide us on how to influence others so as we mentioned before communication is accomplished with more than just words the more of the previous leadership skills you develop the more you will make an impact in addition the bigger the impact the greater the challenge or the change you will create and above all things maintain a stronger commitment to your vision allow me to read some intangible factors here that the impact how we how how we how we create an impact how do we create an impact and so i'm going to just read a few factors and one is a strong sense of justice a tempered tempered by mercy um another one is a confident bearing tempered by a kindly manner I put a strong intellect tempered by the willingness to learn a strong sense of emotion tempered by the sense self-control a strong ability to communicate tempered by the ability to listen a strong insistence on following the rules tempered by flexibility a strong commitment to innovation tempered by situational reality a strong commitment to your followers tempered by the ability to lead and again as i said while well, i was um, right before I, i read these intangible factors above all maintain a strong personal commitment to your vision because that is the most important thing Um very quickly I want us to talk about uh setting goals um and I'm actually looking at the time to see how we are doing with this why don't we end it here and then we jump on another podcast and talk about setting goals uh thank you so much for being on this podcast I hope you have learned something new. I want one last time before we part ways to mention the art of persuasion. The three or rather the five 
principles of influence so that you can in case you miss something one uh, the principles of influence are one reciprocation two commitment three authority four social validation and five friendship uh, thank you so much for tuning in today i hope you can join me on the next podcast as daniel here until next time bye-bye Hi everyone, this is Essie Daniel, an executive program leader with the Maxwell Leadership Team and you're listening to Leaders Connect series podcast, the show that helps leaders transform their entire leadership through leadership trainings, executive coaching and DISC personality indicators. Today we're going to talk about setting goals and this is going to be a brief one, so hang tight and engage with me after this, let me know um how you're doing with your goals welcome setting goals a vision without specific targeted goals is just a wish or a hope and we've all found ourselves there oh i wish i could do this oh i wish i could have that but unless you get specific and you write it down it becomes a wish and a hope and you do not achieve your desired results and so without targeted goals how will you ever know if your vision is being accomplished a vision needs a target it needs a project roadmap with milestones but how do you determine what those goals are first we will discuss the goals themselves then how to determine what your goals should be and how to support them let's get started we're going to talk about setting smart goals smart for s m a r t smart goals eh, the uh, the s the acronym smart so we're going to start with s s is for uh, for specific m is for measure a is for attainable, R is for realistic, um, and then T is for timed, and that is our acronym, SMART goals. So let's start with specific. The vision itself is general, while the goals are specific targets to be met. Specific goals answer the question of who, what, when, where, why, and how questions as specifically as possible. I'm going to repeat that again so that we do not miss that. Specific goals answer the question of who, what, when, where, why, and how questions. All right, let's look at the acronym, the second word, or rather the second letter on the acronym, the M. M for measurable goals must be measured in terms of progress and attainment. They must be tracked according to the amount of time or money spent or results achieved as appropriate. Let's look at T. T is for attainable. A goal which cannot be met is not a goal. It is an idea. 
if you know you need certain infrastructure in place to accomplish your vision, you must break down your goal into attainable steps you can monitor as each step is put into place. How do you eat an elephant in pieces? You cut it in pieces and you eat piece by piece, right? So your goals must be broken down into attainable steps you can monitor and that way you can attain your goals. All right, let's look at realistic. Realistic goals may be attainable, right? Go A goal may be attainable, but not with the resource at hand. In that case, you need other goals to build up to the level where the attainable goal becomes realistic. A goal may be possible, but you need the right people with the right amount of time and support to make it happen. And the last letter on the acronym SMART is T. T for timed. All goals must be or need to be accomplished within a given time frame. Deadlines may indeed be missed, but without any timeable or timetable or a set specific date for that goal to be achieved, there will be no sense of urgency and re no reason to put it off until later. Or as my Maxwell, uh, or rather as my mentor, John Maxwell says, sometime. And he asks us to look at the watch on our hands and tell us when the phone, or rather when the time, the watch hits sometime. You see, the truth of the matter is, later does not exist, sometime does not exist. So you've got to give it a time. So each goal should be led to the next step in the overall plan until the ultimate vision is achieved. Let's look at creating a long-term plan also called strategic planning. The long term is the roadmap that guides you to the ultimate realization of your vision. And as we discussed uh, in the previous podcast, a goal may be possible, but not attainable or realistic now. You may be missing a quality person for a key position you may lack the funds or time to achieve the higher level goals. So lower level stepping stones goals must be planned. If your goal is to unify a modern computer network throughout your organization, but you only have a few outdated computers and older shared printers, your ultimate goal will be possible and attainable but not realistic if you do not have the money for the new equipment and do not have a strong IT person on your staff your goal will be unattainable unfortunately and if you need everything done in a week your goal cannot be timely as it will take much longer than just a week
sorry sorry about that so if you need everything done in a week your goal cannot be at, cannot be timely as it will take much longer intermediate goals however can make your ultimate goal realistic attainable and timely you must first want to increase your revenue through increased sales maybe even a fundraiser or a long-term business loan or by other means you can make a goal to hire a network guru for a reasonable cost who can analyze your current systems and determine what needs to be upgraded according to modern networking technology that analysis will provide you with the information to set new goals of buying configuring and implementing equipment and when adding the infrastructure to network it all together in the end the goal that seemed impossible becomes a reality according to your original vision so once your goals are established you need a way to ensure they are set into motion duties must be assigned and documentation must be as, uh, established to support and track progress adna chart is a type of a, a, a bar chart that illustrates a project schedule it is a great way to track milestones over a period of time you need to establish the tools necessary to track progress or development as appropriate and these might include something simple like a checklist i love to use checklist um a checklist for some task and or a complicated advanced software tracking system for a big company or if you take survey and so monitoring and oversight are the keys to achieving all these goals so smart goals is where we started and we talked about s is for specific your goals have to be specific they've got to be measurable they've got to be attainable realistic timed and when you do that you will set smart goals goals that are attainable goals that are achievable goals that can be met so that's it for now remember this is a continuation on the topic of leadership is influence and we needed to just briefly talk about setting goals um so that even as we continue to influence others so that we can lead them well we learn the importance of setting goals that are attainable that are measurable that are realistic that are measurable that are specific right and in the right order specific measurable attainable realistic and timed as daniel here thank you so much for say for staying with me until the very end i'll see you on another podcast